in a world where... Nah, this ain't that kind of podcast. Let's be honest, the world doesn't need another podcast where we ask the same old questions to the same successful people. You're listening to the Profit and Impact Podcast with Nev Harris. Grab a seat at the table as Nev and his guests dig into the challenges that successful agencies and freelancers have overcome to achieve their success. There's no script, and Nev's insatiable curiosity and ADD can take the conversation anywhere. So let's get real and have some honest talk, lots of laughs, and some helpful insights into what it really takes to create more profit and impact in your business. Hey, it's Nev, and we're back with another Profit and Impact podcast. And your guest today, me. You to hear me talking. And um, I want to talk more about the Mayo Clinic because as um, uh, many of you know, maybe more now that you know I've talked about this before, um, I was really, really sick for a year. And I finally I went to the Mayo Clinic, got an appointment there. It was a world-class uh, hospital system in, of all places, Rochester, Minnesota. It's the, like the only thing in Rochester, Minnesota. But anyways, though, so um, it really, really, really made an impact, not on my health, not just on my health, but on uh, like just how they ran the place. And I want to share more of that with you because I'm just so excited by it. And I think there's so many lessons we could learn and I geek out on stuff like this. Okay. So, um, and I'm not going to go really into this, but uh, deep into this because I did in the, in the previous solo show I did, but um, they are able to create such an enormous impact, not just in Rochester. And they, like I said, they drive that city. It's a whole big city that is, is around because of the Mayo Clinic, but not in, in, in the United States providing healthcare in their local market providing healthcare across the world. And I mean it across the world. They have interpreters, uh, I think how many, like a hundred different languages. Like they've treated somebody from every country in the world. Uh, maybe not Antarctica, but maybe, um, probably frostbite somehow. Um, I don't know. I'm just guessing that one. <laughs> but anyways, though, so they, so they, they create this enormous impact, but you know, even how they were founded was running a really profitable hospital practice that become the Mayo Clinic, a nonprofit. And then, uh, but how they do this on a daily basis is they're living this mission. They're constantly living uh, their mission and not just having a mission but every second of every day every person is living that mission and if you don't believe that i commented the wo a woman after she's been 25 minutes explaining some instructions some pretty simple instructions to um a uh, arab patient and she was getting interpreters on the line she was explaining to him she was even trying to break it down in like the times he needed to stop eating and when he could eat last. She was figuring out what his culture was like and when they normally eat, converting that into U.S. Central Standard Time and then working his appointments and his instructions around what would make it easier on him. And she spent 25, and they're extremely busy, 25 minutes doing this with the biggest smile on her face. And I went to her and I said, um, I said, you know what? I 
I think that's just so amazing what you did with that person. She looked at me like I was stupid, like I was an alien. And she said, well, uh, you, you wouldn't have a job here for long if you didn't. And I was like, that was my first day up there. I'm like, mm-hmm, sure, you're an exception. You just don't realize it. Nope. Every person in that place. Um, anyways, Nev, get back to the subject of the podcast. All right. So, um, so it's all about living your mission and how they do that. Okay. And their mission is the patient comes first. So, um, education and research. Okay. Now I'm going to hit research first real quickly here. Um, they do research, all sorts of research that has led to some massive, I'm not going to into them here, but massive developments uh and 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 moving medicine greatly forward okay one of the one of the research projects which they did all through the great depression you know when everybody was saying you need to stop you need to abandon this you know research it's silly you're wasting so much money on it the people that almost started this research weren't around when they finished it was cortisone we take cortisone for granted developed a mayo clinic over 20 some years of research so they really believe in research. Now, companies today, because of the way capitalism has been so distorted, you know, they can't do something for, if, if something takes longer than a quarter to produce results, you know, um, you know, they're getting lambasted by these big investment companies. It's wrong. You know, I've talked about that at nauseam before. I won't get into that. But Mayo Clinic research for decades if they think it's going to be worth it. Okay, and they couldn't keep that up unless they were making money. All right, you know, creating a lot of revenue and uh, education. They provide tons of education online. I mean, you don't even have to, um, you know, go there for a doctor's appointment, and you could find everything that um, they write blogs and videos and pamphlets and books. And I mean, it's just massive amounts of education on almost. Every kind of um, illness you could think of, a lot of them that they set the standards on. So, and then uh, the patient comes first, and um, and this just means everything they do is going to be um, revolving around the patient, and they believe. And then, as a result of that, they believe in physician-led care. Now, what does that mean? That means that they're the CEO. That there would never be a CEO of the Mayo Clinic who isn't a doctor. Who didn't come up as a doctor, who isn't leading from the perspective of a doctor, not somebody that went to medical school, then got their MBA and decided to be an um, administrator for the rest of their career. No, the administrators actually, they work really closely. And instead, it's not a contentious relationship where the administrator is like, you can't spend money. They're like, I want to spend money. Patient care. No, profit, you know, more money, you know. Um, no, the administrator's role is to work closely with the CEOs, the doctor, to find ways for the doctors to do what they need to do to put the patient first, okay? So now when I say that everybody from the janitor is going to go out of his way or her way to make things uh, great for you, I mean it. And you're not going to get there. You're not going to have a work, no matter how great your vision and your mission and everything that is, it's not really going to flow all the way down like that unless the people are well paid and they have great benefits and they love their job and 
they know the company cares about them. So in turn, they take care of their clients. Who are their clients? Their clients are their patients. And when their patients are really well taken care of, the patients are really happy. Okay. Some of the patients happen to be really wealthy and they give a lot of money. That's the philanthropist angle of it. Okay. Now we talked about in the last podcast where you're either going to be a fundraiser if you have a charity or you're going to be a philanthropist and you're giving the money to support the charity. Okay. And the fundraising is really hard to get people to give money when they know they're not going to make money off the money they're paying. So um, when they're just giving money for a f- to get a feeling from it, and the Mayo Clinic does that amazingly. Their, their campaigns, even to build buildings and stuff like that, are, um, they're always, they always get more money than they need. Um, and I, for one, you know, I'd never th- think of donating money to like a hospital system because especially in Pittsburgh, it's kind of a joke. Um, but I would be like, man, I would give money to them. <laughs> um, so, and so, but what about the people that aren't really wealthy and, and can give money? Well, here's the thing. What they figured out is if they start with this physician led care, you know, this focus on coming up with research so they could stay as the top place in the world and provide all this education, everything like that, you know, stick to their core values. Um, they get these really uh, dedicated, caring employees, okay? The clients, gets, or who are the patients, are so well taken care of, have such a great experience, that when they go home, wherever home will be, the opposite side of the world, or, you know, a couple miles from there, they tell 20 people. And out of those 20 people that they tell, seven become patients. Okay? Now, at that rate, you then have all the revenue, all the all the money coming in that you need to create this world-class health or, uh, system that has the money to do decades worth of research that some never sees the light of day, some never goes anywhere, some makes great strides for world health, okay? Um, provide free education to the whole world, okay? And then take care of your whole team because, you know, when you do all that, it goes down to the to the patient who has had such a great experience, like me on this podcast, telling you guys about how great the Mayo Clinic is. So um, I've probably told a little bit more than twenty people, um, but and but I don't know how many of you would ever become patients. Okay, and then um, here's for the marketers out there. You know, you, you'll like this statistic. Um, even the people that aren't patients never were patients, 95% trust the Mayo Clinic. Can you believe that? 95% of people trust the Mayo Clinic that were never even patients, never had any experience with the Mayo Clinic. You know, that's phenomenal. So, and that all, you know, comes full circle to running a business We'll say the Mayo Clinic's a business that allows them to have the sales, the profit, even though they're nonprofit, but you know, that that just means they're not running the business to make anyways, I won't get into that. But um to be able to live out their mission and create the impact that they want to create.
crate. That, my uh, friend, is something, in my view, phenomenal. Because, and I'm going to read you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close with what their mission and vision is. Okay. Their mission statement is inspiring hope and promoting health through integrated clinical practice, education, and research. And the vision is transforming medicine to connect and cure as the global authority in the care of serious and complex disease. Their primary value, the needs of the patient, comes first. Okay. This, for them, not writing on the wall. For them, this is business as usual. And that is why they are the Mayo Clinic with 95% trust from people that never even went there. So um, I think I'm going to be inspired to do another one um, on the Mayo Clinic. Uh, I have some ideas tossed around in my head, but I have a, um, a really cool one coming up next. And my next solo podcast is um, on something I read called The River of Time. So uh, I'll leave you with that. All right. Till next time. That was the Profit and Impact Podcast with Nev Harris. For a full recap of this show, or for more info on making more profit and impact with your agency or freelance business, visit nevharris.com. If you liked this episode, show us some love. Give us a rating and comment over on iTunes and help Nev get the message out to more agency owners and freelancers. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.